Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Welcome in and happy SEC schedule release day to those of us who are getting to celebrate tonight. Six o'clock if you're listening on Wednesday. Uh, This will get published on Wednesday early afternoon is the goal. But anyway, uh, six o'clock SEC network. And if you don't feel like watching it, the schedule is going to get posted on social media like immediately thereafter. But yes, you get your 2024 schedule. The Ole Miss and the rest of the SEC 2024 schedule released tonight, and we know that you are guaranteed to get either Texas or Oklahoma. You're going to get one of the two new ones, uh, as reported by Peter Burns uh, earlier today. So looking forward to that. We are going to do that live stream tonight, uh, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock on Wednesday night, we're going to do the live stream. If you don't join live, the whole thing will be posted right here on this feed. So you don't have to join me live. I would like for you to, but if you don't, it's cool because I will just post uh, the the entire thing right here reacting to the schedule release. Obviously, we'll look closely at Ole Misses and then the rest of the SEC as well. So hope you'll join me then. If not, just subscribe here, stay right here, and you will get to listen to it on tomorrow's show. Today, though, we are talking about uh, the women's basketball coach, Coach Yo. And her contract talks. And there, there was an article that came out, or a column, not an article, uh, distinct difference between the two, that came out yesterday uh, from one of the uh, from one of the Ole Miss team sites talking about the contract extension and, and how the talks have kind of hit a wall. And there was some commentary. Obviously, it's a column. There was some commentary. And I uh, disagree with basically every word uh, that was written. I, I was not aware that there was a contentious contract dispute going on here I I had no idea Um, and I I feel like a lot of people didn't know that either and after this column came out there's been a lot of opinion so I feel like I need uh, to weigh in on this uh, and and give you guys my thoughts on the the contract extension talks and and what Keith Carter is doing and why he's doing it and why he needs to do it the, the way he's doing it. Again, I disagree with basically every word that was written. So we'll talk about that today. Schedule release live stream tonight. And tomorrow you will get that on this feed. But of course, I'm Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And wherever you get your podcasts, if you're listening on the website in browser, I know a lot of you do, pull out your phone, search Rebel Report in your favorite podcast app and subscribe and leave a rating and a review. And before we dive in, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. If your business is located anywhere in Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to phone phone systems, cloud storage, data security, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you or your business needs it, absms.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems. And then tell them I sent you You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment, so you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They have 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi, so there's one conveniently located next to you, most likely, if you're listening to this and you're from Mississippi. Uh, They have an online banking platform that is a one-stop shop, so all you need is an internet connection, You don't need multiple apps to manage your money in every way that you need to. 
And also local loan servicing, decision-making. It's somebody that you meet with face-to-face, you talk to in person, you, you can sit down with them instead of trying to communicate through Zoom or through the phone. Priority One Bank, making you their priority. So um, the, the column was written, and this isn't like a call-out. I'm not going to personally attack anybody because that's not what I'm that's not what I'm in the business for. I don't want to advance myself by like talking junk about other people. I just disagree with what was written and I'm going to tell you why. So this is not a personal attack. I'm sure this individual has disagreed with things or would disagree with things that I've said in the past and vice versa. It's just a disagreement. This is not a personal attack. I just don't agree with anything that was written. That's all it is. Uh, This is not personal. It's just opinion. Uh, But it was on the Inside the Rebels, the Ole Miss 24-7 site, uh, a column that was written about the contract extensions. They have apparently, according to the column, uh, been a little bit contentious. Uh, the the offer that Ole Miss has made to Coach Yo, uh, in, according to the column in her eyes, uh, was an offer that is not adequate. And they are about, according to the column, $200,000 apart in terms of uh, negotiations. And uh, other things have, have not gone well, like buyout numbers and stuff. And Apparently, there's a bit of contention involved here. And the premise of the column uh, was Ole Miss needs to do it and the reasons why. And it was, you know, she built the program from nothing, objectively true. It was a disaster when she took it over. There's no doubt about it. She's winning, and that is extremely important. And things like, you know, her involvement in the community and and things like that, which is something that uh, she – it's it's true. It's true. She is a good ambassador in the community. There's absolutely uh, no doubt about that. She has raised the profile of women's basketball at Ole Miss. She is well-liked in the women's basketball community. That is, uh, that is no doubt. She has done, without a doubt, undeniably, inarguably, an outstanding, an unexpectedly outstanding job uh, with Ole Miss, considering the position that it was in when she took over, and frankly, the the, the candidate that that she was. I mean, nobody really knew who she was, and, and she certainly wasn't their first choice. I mean, they got said no to a lot, and they landed on her, and, and she has just been a rock star. She has absolutely done an, a, a phenomenal job with the program. That NCAA tournament run was was fun to watch. It, it was. Uh, the program is beyond respectable. They're they're getting players now. They're she's putting players into the WNBA. To, she's doing a great job. There, there's no other way to spin that. She is doing a phenomenal job. That is true. That is absolutely true. But I disagreed with the the reasons why, and here's why. But but this part especially is what I disagreed with. I, I'll, I'll read this. He said things may be too tight to meet Coach O's request right now, but it sure seems like two hundred thousand dollars is chump change in the multi million dollar world of college athletics, complete with player driven Dodge Chargers. NIL deals and stadium builds and expansions and whatnot. Um, okay. The, the the Dodge Charger is not an expensive vehicle, number one. But anyway, the school's not buying the cars for the players. And the school's not paying for the NIL deals. Quinshawn Judkins' NIL deal is not coming out of the Ole Miss athletic budget. It's coming out of your, the fans' pocket. That's where it's coming from. If a player is driving a car, it's coming out of your, the fan's pocket. That, that's that's where it's coming from. That's where the NIL deals come from. That's where the cars come from. 
Keith Carter doesn't have to factor that into his budget that, oh, got to pay Quinshawn. I got to pay Matt Morrell. Got to pay Jackson Dart. So that's going to come out of this line item in the budget. That, that is not, the school's not paying for that uh, at all. The, the multi-million dollar football players aren't getting paid by the schools. They're getting paid by the fans of the schools. There is a distinct difference. The coaches' contracts come from the schools. There is a distinct difference between the two. And the football stadium project has been put on hold. I know they've torn down and, and are currently rebuilding the softball stadium for $30 million. Uh, but the football stadium project's been put on hold. So this, the athletic department doesn't pay for NIL deals. They don't pay for cars. And they put the football stadium project on hold. Um, the, the biggest thing for me in negotiations is who are you negotiating against? Who are you negotiating against? Because uh, from my vantage point, I could be wrong. From my vantage point, the answer is nobody. You're not competing against anybody right now. And what you don't want to get in the business of doing is what Ross Bjork did at Texas A&M, where a few weeks before the season begins, you give Jimbo Fisher, who had underachieved a $1.5 million raise in a contract extension when you weren't competing against anybody for his services. Lane Kiffin got a fat raise because Auburn tried and almost successfully hired him. That's that's why that went down the way it did. If Auburn didn't exist, if nobody at all was pursuing Lane Kiffin, then he would have just gotten his contract rolled over out to an additional year. But because of the presence of Auburn, that's why Lane Kiffin got a fat raise. Th there's your difference. But but there's e an even deeper difference than that. Uh, we'll get to uh, in a second. But yeah, I really didn't like that that argument. I, th I think that's it's just wrong. It's on top of the fact that the football players are the reason why the women's basketball program is funded, the school's not paying for, for their cars and their NIL deals. This is a decision that cannot be made with emotion. It cannot be made with emotion. And this it's just $200,000. That's easy to say when you're not the one that is doing the budget. Because currently, right now, as I understand it, she's got a top 15 salary in the sport. Right now, already. Got a top 15 salary, give or take. Um, the, the contract that has been offered would put her, I believe, closer to 10 than 15. If, if I understand the negotiations correctly. But I think it is safe to say that she's in the top 15 in the United States of America. In the top 15 in salary. Already on the table. And... It is a sport, right, wrong, or indifferent. It is a sport that loses millions of dollars. It, it is a sport that loses money. And no, not every decision when it comes to coaches and salary and stuff like that can be made on economics alone. Because Mississippi State, for example, when they were making their runs and and going to the Final Four and playing for a national championship and, and losing uh, to Notre Dame, they heavily invested in that program. And it still lost money. But I think that everybody, all the fans involved, were were happy with their investment into women's basketball despite it losing money. There, there are more things at play in college sports like women's basketball than just dollars and cents in economics. Because the women's tournament does do well. It doesn't do anywhere close to the same as the men, 
but it does do well. When you're successful in the women's tournament, there is a benefit to the school, certainly. So it can't just be an economics decision. But when you're already in the top 15 in salary, when you're already there, it changes the conversation. In a sport that loses millions, you're already in the top 15 and you're not negotiating against anybody. What would be the reason to give even more of a raise if you're Keith Carter? Because right now, fans are asking and they are getting, fans are demanding and they are getting top dollar investment in football, men's basketball, and baseball. And as you guys know, football pays for everything. Men's basketball helps, and at Ole Miss, baseball pays for itself with a little extra. And there are very few schools that can say that around the country in baseball. But football pays for everything. Basketball helps, and baseball pays for itself on a general principle. Now, Kermit Davis's program the last couple of years uh, was not as economically beneficial to Ole Miss as it will be this year. The the, the economics of basketball at Ole Miss is going to change dramatically already. Um because nobody went to the men's games. But fans are demanding, and they are getting top dollar in football. You've got top 15 commitment for coaches' salaries and everything in football. Chris Beard's making, and Keith Carter had to take a risk on him, but the the NIL is there with men's basketball, and, and the coaching salary and stuff is there in men's basketball. In baseball, you invest more than basically everybody else in the country. There are some people that are on your playing field from a university investment. Now, on the NIL stuff, which is not related, sort of, you know, LSU spends more or did spend more on their roster this season than Ole Miss did, but you guys get my point. You're begging and you're getting top-dollar investment in the sports that, quite frankly, matter. The ones that make money or don't lose money and that matter most to the fan base. You have to make sacrifices somewhere. You you have to dig your heels in and do that somewhere. Because the the economic report from USA Today came out uh, today, ironically. And Ole Miss does not have the money that LSU does. Ole Miss does not have the money that Alabama does, that Georgia does. Ole Miss is at a financial disadvantage compared to their peers when it comes to how much revenue the school generates. And they are trying, and I I would say successfully, they are trying to compete with Texas, who's coming to the SEC, who literally made a $100 million more in revenue than Ole Miss did in 2022. Alabama made $214 million. By the way, Ole Miss is 30th in the country at $133 million in revenue. And their expenses outweighed their revenue in 2022. I think a lot of that has to do with basketball. But either way, Ole Miss made $133 million in 2022, according to this report. Texas is at 240. Alabama's at 214. Georgia's at 203. LSU is just under 200. Texas A&M is at 193. Texas A&M, again, Texas A&M, $60 million more than Ole Miss. Florida's at 190. Oklahoma about to join the SEC's at 177. Auburn's at 174. Kentucky's at 159. Tennessee's at 154. Arkansas's at 152. So even Arkansas, 
again, last year, I think that's going to change some because of basketball, but either way, $20 million more than Ole Miss. South Carolina, $10 million more uh, than Ole Miss. And so when you're looking at it this way, and you want Ole Miss to compete with all of those programs, they can't do it sport for sport for sport for sport for sport. They cannot do it. It it is not economically feasible. It is impossible. You cannot do it. And so when you're already paying a top 15 salary for a sport that loses millions, you cannot continue to just fork money over when the fan base is rightfully demanding they pay top dollar in the sports that matter most. It would be different if she was underpaid. It would be different if she was underpaid. $400,000 or whatever. Dead last in the SEC. I get it. Truly, I do. But when you're talking about somebody that makes top 15 money in the country, you cannot afford to just, here's $200,000 more dollars. And it doesn't sound like a lot when your budget's $130 million, but the fan base's demands have absolutely been met. And because of that, sacrifices have to be made. To Take soccer, for example. Matt Mott leaves. They, they made a hire, and it's cheaper. Will she work? We'll see. But if she, if she doesn't, at least they didn't overspend. And that's callous. It, it maybe it shouldn't be that way. There are people that are that will argue that it shouldn't be that way, but it is that way. And I don't think Keith Carter should budge. I don't think he should budge when you're already offering a raise and you're already offering the money that she gets. You don't need to continue to get taken, especially when you are really straining yourself financially. And then some people will say, well, football, the, all the assistants that went eight and five got more money. How do you feel about that? Um, football makes money. Football pays for everything. Yeah, I, I'm fine with them getting invested in more than the other sports, including basketball and baseball. I think Ole Miss overpays for Mike Bianco right now. He also won a national championship when he got his contract. But still, you can argue that they're overpaying there as well. And I wouldn't disagree with you. So, yeah, did Pete Golding's getting more money than Chris Partridge. How do you feel about that? Pete Golding is part of an operation that makes the university millions of dollars. And specifically the athletic department. Football drives everything. Men's basketball helps. Baseball pays for itself. Everything else is a loser. Financially, a loser. You can't make emotional decisions when you're already, frankly, adequately funding the program, or at least the coaching salary of the program, when you're investing the way Ole Miss is. They cannot act like LSU. Can't do it. They can't act like Alabama. They can't act like Georgia. Sacrifices have to be made somewhere. It's unfortunate. Does it should it be that way? No. But but Ole Miss, they are financially strained. And just give the leader of a program that loses millions just more money, even though you're negotiating against nobody. 
That's how you bankrupt a department. So she's done a hell of a job, a great job. I wish it wasn't the way it was. I wish Ole Miss had more money so they could just pay all these coaches everything uh, that they do. But that's not the situation that they're in right now. Do you want to compete in the three sports? Do you want to compete? Sometimes you got to dig your heels in and say enough is enough. Should it be that way? Maybe not. Is it that way? Yeah. Does this decision have to be made without emotions involved? Yep. Are you already investing pretty darn well when it comes to women's basketball and the coach salary? Yep. Yep, you are. So, if this causes a rift, then it causes a rift. Those are my thoughts, and uh, I'm sticking to them. Appreciate you guys checking it out. Again, it's not personal. It's not personal. It's just a disagreement. So, anyway, appreciate you guys. We'll do the schedule release show tonight, uh, and I'll put that right here in this feed tomorrow. Talk to you guys then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.